G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of This Marketing Thing. I am super pumped because today is part two of the interview that I did with the Facebook ad guru, Alex Cooper. Today we're going to dive more into the Facebook ad manager and talk about some things in there. Hope you guys enjoy it. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hi, my name's Kyle Macker and I've been a pilot in the aviation industry for half my life. So you may be asking, why am I doing this marketing thing, right? Well, I'm so passionate about aviation. Flying a big jet is just awesome. There's nothing like it. However, I realized that being a pilot is nothing what it used to be, especially during COVID. If I wanted to live the life of my dreams on my terms, I was going to have to teach myself a new skill. So three years ago, I started my marketing journey. I dove deep into the marketing world. I dug into the books, psychology, persuasion, anything that would help with a person saying yes to a product or service. I love it, however I have a big problem. It's all theoretical knowledge and I have no hands-on experience and I still have so many questions. The biggest thing that I know is if we want our businesses to stand out in a noisy marketplace, we have to become better marketers. The best marketer will always win. So follow me on my journey and hopefully along the way it can help you spark up a few ideas that I've learnt so you can implement in your business. So make sure you subscribe to my channel so you don't miss the latest episodes. And also, if there's anything you want to know about, get in touch with me at thismarketingthing.com. So let's get into it. So, mate, now I want to sort of dive a bit more into some specifics or the details in relation to the ads manager. I've been asked some questions on some various groups and, and Look, I'll just read through them from the group and we can go through and answer them the best we can. Now, the first one I think is related to frequency and reach. So it says, Kyle, the ads come and go on your feed, dot, dot, dot. How often does it come up again and how long does it appear on the feed? All very confusing, I think. Don't understand what I pay for. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think she's talking about frequency and reach. So Mm -hmm. that's what I think she's talking about. So how often it comes up in someone's feed. And that depends on the frequency. Is that correct? Sure. So, yep, that's correct. And and one thing I must say is, yes, it can be very confusing at the start. Let me try and give you some background um, so you can understand how the whole Facebook ad auction works. So as I was saying a minute ago, Facebook, they have more than enough advertisers to pay them money. So all they're doing is focused on creating a good user experience for the people on their platform. So the way they do this is by holding an auction where lots of advertisers basically throw their hats hats into the race or no their dogs into the, the ring the, the, the ring the, the dog they throw their hats into the ring yeah. that's the <laughs> and the algorithm will choose which one to show the user so there's billions and billions of these auctions these that like, kind of mini auctions taking place every single day but it's different to a traditional auction because the winner isn't necessarily the advertiser who's willing to pay the most to get their ad seen is actually the ad that creates the most value for the end user. Okay. So in a backwards kind of way, to decrease the cost of your Facebook ads, you have to create ads that are relevant 
to your audience. And you can do that by having the things that we've already talked about, having a great offer, having copy that strikes a nerve in your target audience and creatives that move them into taking action. So to answer the question, because that was a bit of context, how often do they come up again? Once again, that depends on a lot of things. Um, Audience size being one of them, for example. So if you set your budget at $100 per day and let's just say that Facebook has already spent $50 and it's midday, um, but they've already burned through the whole of your audience. Well, suddenly they've got to start showing the ad again. Okay. And that's going to affect your frequency. Okay. So just so, just so everyone's aware, the frequency on Facebook is how many times on average a customer has seen your ad. So if the ad has been showed on news feeds 1,500 times, yep. but it's only been shown to 1,000 people, the frequency is going to be 1.5. Okay. Yep. So what you can do to measure how tired, how fatigued your audience is, is use the frequency as a metric. So when you're running as at the top of the funnel to your cold audiences, if you start to see that your frequency is going above two, two and a half, you might say that audience is fatigued because Facebook has already gone through your audience and they've had to go through it again to show their ads. And okay. you know, if you keep yeah. showing the ads to the audience, there's, they're, I mean, tired, they? they're obviously not going to convert as high um, percentages as they would if you show it to new people. Yeah. But retargeting ads is a, is a different story. I mean, the, with retargeting ads, you want to show as many different ads as you can, but it's also advisable to show it multiple multiple times because sometimes people just need that push over the edge so that's yeah so we're talking about like on the front part and then the retargeting is on the back end i suppose if that's right i mean i'd agree with the question it it can be confusing i think you should put less focus on the the reach and frequency of your ads and more focus on creating highly relevant content yep. for your audience okay. and then just let the algorithm do the rest. Yep. No, great advice, great advice. Now the question please asked for what columns to use when looking at the ad set data. For example, do I use CTR all, CPC all? I mean for CTRs there's so many different types. Unique CTR, outbound CTR, unique outbound CTR. I'm confused, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> what we like to do is inside of our ads manager, we keep it simple. Yeah. And yes, there is all of the metrics like the the, the click through rate, the cost per click, and the CTRs. When you're first starting out Facebook ads, you don't need to know much more than the click through rates of your ads, how much you've spent, and what your daily budget is and what results you're getting. Now, when it comes to, I mean, when you're inside the the ads manager, there's a, a really intimidating looking grid of when you want to customize the columns, yeah. there's so many, so many options that you could have in there. Yeah. And I understand that can be gargantuous if, you, if you've never seen it before. One thing I would suggest is do not use the all. So do not use click-through rate all, okay. cost per click all. The reason that is, is because that also takes into account people who have seen your ad and clicked on your page or 
and just gone through to actually view your page. And so you'll be getting results for people who actually haven't gone through to your landing page, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. And the difference between that and unique is unique will focus specifically on pe uh, people who have clicked through on the ad and it won't account for people who have clicked through more than once. Okay, gotcha. Yep, that's good. It, it is a, a little bit a little bit of a tricky one at the start. Don't try and put too many metrics in there. The only ones that really matter is your click-through rate, your CPM, which is the cost per thousand impressions, yep. the budget you're spending, and the results that you're getting. Yep, no, that's great. Another one, how to use interests. Do I get a bunch of interests and put them together or run them individually? Sure, so if possible, you want to avoid grouping interests together if you can. Okay. And the reason for that is because if you run a campaign with an ad set that's got 10 different interests together and that ad set brings back, like let's just say the ad set outperforms all of your other ad sets. Let's just say it gets more clicks or more purchases than all of your other ad sets. Facebook will not give you a breakdown of which interest led to the conversion. Yep. So now you're stuck with this winning ad set, which you don't know which interest you can actually attribute to the success that the ad set is having, yep. if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. So instead, what you want to do is break the interest up into different ad sets, so then you can determine which audience which interest is working the best yep. and then you can tweak your campaign based off of that yeah right, one caveat i'd add that that we mentioned earlier as well is if you're local there might only be a certain amount of people who are within the range that you can sell to yep. so like the dentist example we said they might only be five hundred thousand people within 10 kilometers if that's the case, I wouldn't get too involved in interest, and that is possibly the one time where I would condone grouping interest together. Okay. Because in that case, you just want to put an audience together that won't fatigue that quickly. But if you're running ads for a physical product or you're running ads for an online service, there is no need to group interest together yep. purely because you won't be able to determine which audience is doing the best. Yeah, right. good, awesome. So this one, has to do with the hide our ad function. When yeah. a viewer clicks hide ads because they weren't ready or by mistake or for whatever reason, can they receive it again in another time when you run another campaign? I believe that when you hide an ad, you only hide that specific ad creative. Okay, right. So you can still get, and I may be wrong, I may need to check this, yeah. but my understanding is that you, you can still get other ads from the advertiser, but you just won't see that exact same right. creative again. Ah, okay, okay. If you, um, when you're hiding an ad, so, you, so if you have a Facebook ad that comes up and you click on the three dots to hide an ad, if instead what they've done is they've gone to the option at the bottom that says, why am I seeing this ad? There's an option to hide all ads from this advertiser, uh, and in that case, they would stop seeing you completely. Ah, uh, okay, right. 
that's my understanding of this. Yeah, no, that's cool. Now, you did mention retargeting before. I remember when I started running my first Facebook ads. I ran a campaign and then heard somewhere that I needed to run retargeting ads. This was a couple of years ago, and that I was like, oh, that makes sense. So I used the same for creative for both as the cold or warm traffic, and then I used that same creative as the retargeting ads. Now, that didn't work. Now, firstly, what is retargeting, and what's the most effective way to use it? Great question. So retargeting is those ads that follow you all the way around the internet after you've accidentally clicked on a product and annoy the hell out of you. (laughs) Really all it is is just following up with someone who showed an intent or at least an interest in your product or service. So maybe they've watched one of your videos or they've clicked through one of your ads or maybe they've even added your product to a cart or they've started checking out but they haven't quite managed to complete whatever the conversion that you are that you have set up is. So what I'd say first of all is I'd ask is your retargeting actually set up correctly? Yeah. Because if you are running um, retargeting and you are running them pretty much the same as your cold ads, well it's not going to work because you need to remember that people are in a completely different frame of mind when they have already showed a purchase intent you don't actually need to do too much selling to these people because you've done all the selling on the front end and they've actually already showed some intent. So in the retargeting ads, you wouldn't obviously use the same creative. You would use a new creative just to nudge them in the hole, right, so to speak. It wouldn't be needing to sell them. It'd just be, we're here just to tap them in, I suppose. It's not... So is that the the sort of thing we're going for? Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. And sometimes we even get playful with it. Like with, with the e-commerce brands we'll work with, we'll say something like, "Oh, we can't keep your items in stock forever," uh, yeah. or you know, check out today and get fifteen percent off, or something along those lines. Yeah. But like I said, you don't have to do too much selling. I mean, testimonials work absolutely amazing at the retargeting stage because. Oh. You, you're just flooding them with social proof and you're giving them reasons to come and finish their purchase yeah. or finish their sign up or whatever it is that you've got. Now, in the specific example that you gave, the reason I said is your retargeting set up correctly is because there's a couple of things that you need to have set up um, on the technical side before you can actually start running proper to retargeting campaigns. And the main thing that you want to make sure that you have installed on your website is the Facebook pixel. Yeah. So if you aren't aware of what that is, it's just basically this little piece of code that goes onto your website that helps Facebook determine which group of people are the people who have visited your website, who is the person, who are the people who have added to cart or signed up for an email list, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really, really simple to uh, install. You can just quickly YouTube it, how to install a Facebook pixel for WordPress or Shopify or ClickFunnels, whatever platform that you're hosted on. But even if you're not planning to run Facebook ads anytime soon, I would still strongly suggest that you go and get this installed because you might do sometime in the future and then you can use all of the Facebook pixel data that has been collected, all the people who have visited your website over the months 
in between installing the pixel and then deciding to run Facebook ads. It's basically a, a free way to, to collect data on your customers um, so that you can use it to retarget them. And that's when you run a, a retargeting effectively, that's when you can start to see return on investments uh, of 10 and 20x okay. because they're people who have already shown an intent in your product or service. So they're going to be more likely to convert. That's really good advice, Alex. I hadn't even thought of that actually. So, so you would install the Facebook pixel onto your landing page or whatever you're going to use. And then it will gather data for you. And then you can use like lookalike audiences. Is that correct? Correct. So there's two types of audiences that you can set up in Facebook. You can set up, and this is outside of interest targeting. So you can set up custom audiences and lookalike audiences. So the custom audiences is just literally can be uh, data that you've pulled from the Facebook pixel. So it might be everyone who's visited your landing page in the past 30 days. And with that custom audience, you can put that into an ad set and say, I would like to serve an ad up to everyone who's visited my website in the past 30 days saying, and you can say, hey guys, we're doing a Christmas sale. And then you can go and pitch the offer that, that you've got. Or you might want to do one for everyone who has purchased. And this is something that we've done before. We've literally just run an ad from people who have purchased from our clients' products in the past three or four days. And it's just a, a video from the owner just saying, hey, thank you very much for joining our community. We have 50,000 other athletes in here and we are absolutely stoked to have you on board. If there's anything else I can do, please let me know and I'll be more than happy to help you out. Just something like that yep. and put it out there as a Facebook ad. And it does absolutely crazy numbers because of the goodwill you get from your customers. Wow. And there's, there's so, so much more that we could go into in, in custom and lookalike audiences. Yeah. And and I mean, I'm sure that that's a, a conversation for another day. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, absolutely. That was, if you have the Facebook pixel installed, it makes all of this possible. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's really good advice. And I bet a lot of people haven't even thought of installing a Facebook pixel before they even run Facebook ads. Now, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's a really good tip. So what would you say to someone who's listening today and wants to start running their own Facebook ads? What, what, what are their first steps should be? probably install the pixel <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess so but then one thing there's actually one thing i'd do before that right well actually no you could do it after. i would go to google and i would search for facebook ad library and what this is 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 basically facebook's database of every single ad that every single company is running right now and the reason that they are obligated to do this is because of all the privacy concerns that everyone's had of Facebook over the past couple of years. Um, They just basically said, all right, we're going to show you everything that everyone's running and you can check at any time what any company is running for their ads. So this is great for us as marketers because what it means is we can spy on our competitors to see what ads that they're running. So if you're in a position where you maybe you've run out Facebook ads before and they haven't worked or you're even thinking about starting to run Facebook ads. What you can do is search for some of your competitors in the Facebook ad library and see what ads they're running. And that will give you inspiration for the types of ads that you're running. 
that, that you'll be able to run. And you'll be able to tell which of your competitors are smashing on Facebook because typically the more ads they're running, I mean, it doesn't always go like this, but the more ads they're running, that's a good indication that they're spending a lot on Facebook ads. And if they're spending a lot on Facebook ads, that's a very good indication that they're making a lot on Facebook ads. Okay. So I would start by going to the Facebook ad library. Okay. Next, I would, if you haven't already, collect a load of data. Well, I say data. What I mean is insights, like we were talking about earlier, from your customers. Actually go above and beyond to find out their problems, pains, desires, and find out who they really are as people. Mm. Jump on the phone with them yeah. if you have to. Yep. I mean, I've done that plenty of times with our clients, customers. Some of their most loyal fans, I said, are you available for a quick 30-minute chat? And we'd be more than happy to, I don't know, feature you in, in, in some of our content or make you a brand ambassador yep. um, in exchange for just having a quick chat. Yeah. Find out their core values and their deeper desires and, and see if you can extract some nuggets that you can use in your messaging when it goes when it comes to creating your Facebook ads. Once you've got that together, put together an offer for the industry that you're in and create a couple of different videos. It could be as simple as just you recording a video saying, hey guys, sorry to go back to the uh, dentist example again, yeah. but hey guys, we are running a special campaign at the moment where we're doing free consultations for anyone who's considered getting Invisalign braces. Now, if that sounds like something for you, why don't you come down and we'll give it to you completely for free for the first 10 people who are interested in booking an appointment or something along those lines. Yep. Create an offer that you'll be able to use as a lead magnet for your audience and then create a couple of different videos so you can put them into your ads. And if you're able to, it's great to have a landing page to, to run traffic to. Otherwise, you can you can always run uh, message ads or lead generation ads if you're a local business. Yeah. But then I just go ahead and, and, and set up a campaign and and start testing, and you know you're on your way. Yeah. Just think of it as you're you're gathering data. Yeah. The first two or three months might be difficult. You might not break even. Yeah. I mean, a lot of businesses do, and and some of our clients are, are, are even profitable from from week one. Wow. But you can't expect it to work straight off the bat it's a continuous testing process just like finding the offer is yeah that resonates with your audience i mean it, it it's all a, a continuous testing process and you're not going to be losing money at the start you're going to be gathering data yeah and if you look at it like that mm -hmm. you just keep going until you get to the point where you feel like you've you've found an offer that resonates with your target audience and you're able to serve them copy and creative that motivates them to take action and that's when facebook ads really become this magical thing and you start to see the rest that you expect to see for your brand yeah well mate that is absolutely awesome you're a uh, you're a superstar you know your stuff and uh look that's all i've got question wise thanks so much for being on the show if you'd like to be, get in touch with alex help running facebook ads or even doing a complete campaign for you Get in touch with him on his Facebook page, Alex Cooper. He's got some links there, some case studies and all sorts of things you can go check out. He's an absolute magician with this stuff. Mate, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Carl. Thank you so much for having me on. No, absolutely, mate. Thanks again.
Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to hear from you at thismarketingthing.com. Until next time, see you later.